Hi, I'm Fabian Coulthard. Hi everyone, welcome to Inside Supercars. Shane Van Gisbergen from the Red Bull Holden Racing Team here. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. Welcome to Inside Supercars, Tony Whitlock and Craig Gravel. Another week without track work, but we do have one of the specialists in the world of iRacing, that being Brody Kostecki, who has been chosen as the uh, the grand master of setups. He's involved in uh, working out the setups because the drivers can't come along and change everything to suit them. It's an interesting idea, isn't it, uh, Craig? Where uh, one man is across both the uh, ZBs and the and the Mustangs. Well, it's good. They've got uh, parity, if you like, and they will also be able to go through now and and know that both cars. If you change your brake bias or if you change uh, sway bar, they will do exactly the same thing. So that will be uh, allowing the drivers to uh, have confidence that they're going to be able to uh, match apples for apples with how they uh, like to balance up their car. And, well, it'll be interesting to see how it all pans out. So it's great to have Brody Kostecki on the show this week. And we've already had uh, Scotty McLaughlin uh, post a win in IndyCars, albeit just an electric one. His second outing in the IndyCars iRacing E-Challenge. They're calling it a virtual racing win. And he was, well, he did a great job. We've got some audio of Scott speaking to Lee Diffie and the NBC uh, crew after the event. Congratulations. Hey, you've got 44 career wins in the Australian Supercar Championship. You just got your first IndyCar win, albeit on iRacing. Yeah, let's. Um, I don't know whether it's a stat, but um, look, really happy. I uh, I actually brought in my uh, the the IndyCar engineer that I've been working with uh, in in the states, uh, Jonathan Duguid. So he, I, I give him credit. He put me on an awesome strategy, and it's a bit better than me last uh, last week. Um, I was I was playing with the fuel myself and trying to remember the numbers as I was driving. So it was a bit easier this week. Well, that's certainly amazing to uh, for Scotty to get that win, um, and uh, he. Uh, Lays his credit at his engineer. I mean, it's his real-life engineer, so obviously that translates into the the world of iRacing. Uh, And, of course, he led home a Penske 1-2 in front of his teammate, Will Power, which is uh, pretty good. Yes, I haven't had a chance to listen to the teleconference yet, but he, uh, coming up with the last lap, he was coming on to the back of Scott Dixon, and it was interesting. There was a bit of conversation about uh, would Scott give uh, Scott Dixon give Scott McLaughlin a, a clear path through? Was there any animosity between the two Kiwis? Uh, which obviously there wasn't. But it did look like that Will Power might got a, a little bit pinched on as they were coming out of the corner by Dixon there. Which uh, it just is the way it looked in the in-car camera that maybe Power had, a, had to do a little bit extra work to get around Dixon. Well, I think there has been a bit of friction in years past between Dixon and uh, Power, but uh, I'm sure in the world of iRacing that would, uh, wouldn't translate into anything uh, beyond what was on track, so to speak. Welcome to Inside Supercars. We've got one of the gurus of uh, iRacing, that being Brody Kostecki, who has made a name for himself in the last few years in Super 2. And got elevated to uh, be an enduro driver with Penrite, Erebus. 
Craig Valentoni. Good luck. Welcome, Brody. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. It's fascinating to see that you were picked up for this uh, role as the uh, the setup guru, shall we call you, for iRacing. You've been uh, given uh, the task of coming up with the setup across both brands of cars. This is a uh, unprecedented, I would think, almost quite a, a, a novel novel thing to happen for you. Yeah, it was pretty cool to um get the call off from iRacing to um you know be involved in such a a large project and you know what I'd call such a dark time. So um, Erebus have been pretty highly involved in getting the E Series up and running. Uh, Paul Thompson, our commercial manager, has um, been been working pretty closely with iRacing to uh, get this off the ground and up and running, and um, you know making sure that you know we can give um, hardcore supercar fans you know something to watch. Um, obviously, with all sporting events cancelled at the moment, um, you know this is pretty much the uh, you know the closest thing that we can get to live action. So pretty cool to be a part of it. And tell me, uh, where did the phone call first come from sort of thing? What was the first approach? Um, it comes from uh, Paul. Um, uh, you know, like I said, he's the commercial manager for Erebus and um, he, he put my name forward sort of without asking me or anything, um, you know, knowing that, I, that I'd be up for the task. Um, and, you know, just to make it as fair as possible, all the drivers had some input and, you know, what they wanted from the series. So, um, you know, there's a few drivers that actually race online um, and, and you know, compete in the sim racing community already. So um, they wanted the setups to be locked so no driver would gain any advantage um, out on the track. And um, so that was my task was to create the setups for both cars. And um, I should say that both cars, the parody is completely identical in the game, even though they, they, they look different. They both did it exact same uh, lap time. So that's also a pretty cool feature of, uh, you know, racing online. It's how do you get ready to sort of look at the setup? I, I've, I've got no concept. I mean, being a, a, a near 70-year-old, the whole idea of iRacing is something that's alien to me. You've been doing it for quite some years, I understand. Since I've, um, you know, been sort of like a little packer. So, um, you know, when, when, when supercars used to sort of play on TV, um, you know, back in the mid 2000s, I used, you know, just break out the controller and the Xbox and um, play on V, you know, VX supercars one through to three. But um, it sort of slowly escalated as, uh, you know, technology got better. And I ended up sort of started racing, you know, more and more online and joined iRacing in um, early 2010. And um, it all sort of just took off from there. And, um, you know, it's, it's the closest thing to racing in real life. So, um, you know, while I'm not racing, I, I just like to use it to stay sharp. Now, Brody, when they when you say you've set up both cars, what does that actually mean? And then, in turn, what will the drivers be able to tune uh, during this racing uh, season? So, uh, what that means is is you know when the drivers enter a race, um, all the stuff that we can change in real life, you can also change in the game as far as setup wise. So, and um, iRacing have done a pretty mega job and. And you know, replicating what changes affect what in the car, so um, it can become quite complicated inside the game to you know get the you know the the, the most amount of lap time out, out of the car. So uh, my job was to build a stable setup, so all the drivers would you know be sort of happy with it, and um, you know also create a bit more realism in the car and try 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 make it as close as it can be to real life as possible to help some of the newcomers like you know wing cup and stuff like that that you know were racing, you know, well before I was born. So 
um, that that's been my task, and it's been 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 pretty good so far. So no setup items can be changed inside the car um, at this current time, but um, simple things like brake bias and stuff should be able to, uh, you know, be changed on the go inside the car. And how many hours has it taken you to do both those, you know, both those roles of getting the Holden and the Ford, and then matching them and making sure you put out the same lap time? Um, it, that, that part's been the easy bit. The Ford and the Holden do the identical lap time with the identical setup, so there's no parity inside the game, even though the cars look different. Um, you know, the good thing about a game is, is you know, beneath the skin you can make everything do, um, you know, have the same error numbers and, and vice versa. So it's all, it's all, um, it's, it's all the same in, uh, in, in that respect, so there'll be no chats about parity and stuff while we're uh, racing in the game. Thank God. Will you be allowed to take a wild card if uh, the offer's there because you've done all this work? Um, I assume so. Yes, I haven't. We haven't really spoken about it too much. Um, there's been a lot more behind the scenes that's been going on with um, you know, just trying to make sure that you know when when this does go live and. And um, it does drop on Fox Sports that we give um, you know the fans the best show possible. So uh, we've been working pretty hard and you know coming up with formats and um, sort of wildcard formats as well, not just also entrants. And uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. We might see some um, international races in in uh, in certain events, and and hopefully we can do the same with some you know some of our supercar drivers and um, sort of swap, swap swap categories for a few races and see if we can. Um, you know, uh, start to make high racing and and, and uh, supercars sort of collaborate a bit more and try try, try make supercars more more popular in, internationally, if mm. uh, possible. And I know you'd be putting your hand up for the super speedways. Uh, no, not not generally. No. <laughs> it would appear that um, Scotty McLaughlin's got a good uh, handle on the uh, i racing format, given his win uh, yesterday or the day before. Um, yeah, he does. Yeah, he's um, he, he's a sort of a bit like myself. He's been been on um, sim racing for quite a while now. So, um, you know, we've we raced each other on iRacing, which is the platform that um, you know the E Series will be held on for you know quite a while. So, um, yeah, it, it sort of doesn't surprise me, but it's but it, but it's pretty good to sort of um, you know the general fan to see that you know he's he's also competitive on the sim as he is in real life. So that's. Um, Still pretty cool for me to see, and um, I can't imagine what it would mean to the fans. And the big thing is, it's the opportunity where you might be able to get yourself into a race with your real life heroes and mix it up with them. Yeah, yeah, that's also true. Um, you know, I've also raced for all of them in real life already um, at Enduros and stuff last year. So, um, you know, as soon as the helmet goes on, all that stuff goes out the window, and you know, it's the same for the. Um, you know, for the E-Series as well, you know, as soon as you go out on track, um, it's it's all up for grabs for me. So, um, yeah, it'd be pretty cool if it happens, but, um, yeah, we'd just have to see. Have you uh, had much experience at some of these other tracks, um, given that it's a, a fair array of Formula One tracks that you'd be going to? Um, no, I haven't really. Um, I've done more oval racing and um, sort of a, a little bit of road racing on the simulator, but um, I've... My, my, my mostly tended to the oval stuff, but um, I've only just started to take a bit more of a general interest in specific cars on my racing now, and and um, you know sort of starting to broad out my 
online career and um, try, trying to do some more road racing stuff. It's, it's an interesting world, one of which I haven't played in, but it's going to be fascinating to see over the next few weeks as to how this pans out because it's obviously going to fill a void of uh, no real on-track performance. Yeah, for sure, mate. Um, obviously, you know, the fans don't have much to watch at the moment, so um, I do um, hope that they, you know, give it a chance, um, even though, you know, it's, it's you know, being branded as fake racing. Um, you know, the, the competitiveness and, um, you know, all, all, all the characterism that's in real life will be um, shown on TV. So um, I can't wait for myself, and it's sort of been a... A journey for me, um, you know, my, my online racing sort of always followed my real life racing. So I'm excited to see it finally um, on, you know, on the big stage and, and um, I um, can't wait to get racing. All right, Brody. Well, that's wonderful. Have you settled down yet? Because the last time we spoke, you were sort of couch surfing, I shall we say. You had moved states several times. Have you settled in a place where you're now going to be for a while? Um, no, I haven't. Um, I'm still based in Melbourne at the moment, but um, I'm still on a couch and I'm locked at the same couch, obviously, with um, all the stuff that's happening in the world. So I'm um, living life on the edge, so just enjoying it. All right. Well, we keep hoping you're enjoying yourself and keeping healthy and that uh, we look forward to seeing you when you do get back behind the steering wheel because we've liked you work so far to date, and I'm sure we'll like it in future. Thank you for joining us, Brady Kostecki, on uh, Inside Supercars. Ciao. Thanks, God. And that's it for another episode of Inside Supercars. It's certainly fascinating to hear Brody's side of the uh, iRacing business. Tomorrow night, we're going to have Nathan Prendergast, who's been uh, charged with the process of getting the whole series up and running. He's been largely involved in getting liveries sorted out and various other things on the cars. So he'll be on the show tomorrow night. So enjoy listening to him on Tuesdays. That's it from Inside Supercars, Craig Revelle and Tony Whitlock. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more. Or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited.